Hi, I'm Sienna, and I'm here with Luke, Lucy, and Ben. And today we are going to be talking about a few Titanic conspiracy theories. Let's talk about the history of the Titanic to start us off. The Titanic was a beautiful ship that took two years to build. It set sail in 1912, and midway into its journey, it crashed into an iceberg and sank to the depths of the ocean. This tragic event is still known today, but its story is being more investigated. People are starting to wonder how exactly the Titanic sank and why the Titanic hit the iceberg. This is how the conspiracy theory comes to life. To start off, did the crew get any warnings? The Titanic received six warnings of sea ice on April 14th and was going at maximum speed when the Titanic lookout spotted the iceberg. What did the captain do? It was the captain's retirement trip. He ignored six warnings from his crew and other ships. Doesn't that seem suspicious? He didn't slow down the ship either. There was a person on board, Ismay, who pressured the captain to go faster in order to arrive in New York ahead of schedule. So was it the captain's fault that the Titanic sank, or was it Ismay's? If you think about it, it was both their fault. Wouldn't the captain slow down the ship using common sense? I guess not, because he kept the ship's speed. And Ismay was pressuring him to make the ship go faster, so that might be a reason why he didn't slow down the ship. Do you think that the captain didn't slow down the ship because he didn't want to? What if there was someone on board that was his rival, so he wanted to take them down? And he didn't want anyone to know it was him, so he crashed a Titanic into an iceberg to make it seem like an accident. Or maybe Ismay had a rival and wanted to take them down. That's a conspiracy to think about. Here's another conspiracy theory, the J.P. Morgan theory. Starts with a millionaire banker, J.P. Morgan, that planned the sinking of the Titanic to kill off millionaires Jacob Astor, Isidore Strauss, and Benjamin Guggenheim, who all perished aboard. This theory hinges on the fact that Morgan had originally planned to sail on the Titanic, but changed his mind shortly before it took off. Yet, it doesn't offer any explanation for how he caused the Titanic to sink, let alone the three men he suppo supposedly wanted to die. To top it off, the theory claims that Morgan wanted to kill them because they opposed the creation of the Federal Reserve, even though Astor and Guggenheim don't appear to have taken a position on it, and Strauss actually supported it. Alternative versions of this theory claim the Rothschild banking family, or the Jesuits, were the ones who arranged Astor, Strauss, and Guggenheim's deaths on the Titanic. As the Washington Post Notes, invoking the Rothschilds as international conspirators is a centuries-old anti-Semitic trope. The Rothschild family founded banking houses across Europe in the early 1800s, and they have been a favorite target of conspiracy theorists ever since. To me, this theory doesn't sound that believable, because there is no evidence that J.P. Morgan could have caused the sinking of the Titanic. What do y'all think? I agree. It has no evidence to back it up. Agreed. The last theory we are going to talk about is the no-pup theory. This theory starts with Catholic employees of Harlan and Wolf. The Belfast company that built the Titanic were distressed that the ship's number 390904 seemed to say no pope when viewed in a mirror. 
Was this a sign of bad luck that foretold the ship's doom? Nope. The Titanic historian Walter Lord wrote that he had received letters from people in Ireland relaying to this no-pope story beginning in the mid-1950s. Yet, as Burns pointed out in his 1986 book, The Night Lives On, there was no such number attached to the Titanic. The whole number painted on the ship was 401, the same as its ER number at Harland and Wolf, and its board the uptrade number was 131428. Yet, even if one of its numbers read no pope, there weren't any Catholic workers on Harland and Wolf for it to upset. The company had driven its Catholic employees away in the late 1800s, and by the 20th century, Harland and Wolf had a reputation for only employing Protestants, writes Annie Caulfield in Irish Blood, Ulster Fry. Despite this rea reality, <laughs> Paul Burns of the Titanic Museum attractions in Missouri and Tennessee says that visitors still occasionally ask about this conspiracy. That's all the conspiracies we are going to talk about today. Some were very believable and some were not. Which ones do you believe?